0: You're listening to the Boca Banter Photography Podcast with Joe High and Chris
1: Golden. On today's show... Mix sourdough, change Boca Banter, episode one intro. Decide next email topic. Only decide, don't write, seriously. Ellipses, just decide. Now get in the car, you're inevitably late by now, dork.
0: It's all coming up on Boca Banter.
1: Boy, it's awfully hard to start a podcast when the person opposite of you is aggressively bouncing on an exercise ball. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're very you're normally a very very serious person and all I see is you just kind of like gently gliding up and, up and down. I am um <laughs> We got two of these
0: uh, for Christmas by we, I mean, my wife. Oh, exercise balls. Exercise okay. balls, but it's also it's also something you a can really use. fun. Well, it also can induce labor. And oh, she, yes, yeah, she's she's 37. going to be really weeks. handy for you. Mm-hmm. Well, not for me, personally. Oh, okay. She's 37 weeks along, so, you know, she she could be due technically any day. Mm-hmm. She's due technically at 40 weeks, but baby could come early and be totally
1: happy. Pretty healthy, much so. whenever it decides to.
0: Yeah, but this is also, so we got these. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to just, she, she refers to it as a birthing ball, but it doesn't just serve that purpose. Like, if you're sitting in an exercise ball at your desk, mm-hmm. this is better for your core.
1: Direct eye contact is very challenging okay. right now. Um, I have seen a lot of places, like uh, my veterinarian's office, every single receptionist, uh, every single, not lab, but I guess like uh, technician, technician sitting on these has an exercise ball, but it's got like a little uh, inflatable hoop around it to keep it in place, too, so that it's not rolling and bouncing all over the place.
0: No, this is just a ball. This is just a, a big blue ball.
1: Yeah, um, But it's I mean, bo-
0: it like, engages your core and stuff because you have to sort of keep yourself balanced. And, and you be-
1: always have a good posture with your back. Like, you can't really hunch, well, can you? you?
0: you can, but I guess even that's better than than sitting in a chair mm-hmm. hunched. I don't know. It's it's also just more fun, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly better than my standing desk. Yeah, well, you know, maybe if you stood on one of these balls at your standing desk. Wow. Yeah. That'd be a fun way to break my neck. <laughs> now, we got two of these because... Um, Because I didn't communicate well with my brother, and we both gifted my wife an exercise ball. Oh. Uh, So we have two, and now one is just my office chair. But she got them because uh, she wanted one primarily for the the baby, which actually brings me to a a story of why I might be a little bit tired and not as conversational. Hopefully I'm as conversational, but I'm a little tired today because of uh, last-minute trips we had to do to our midwife. Mm -hmm. So we had a little scare last night thinking that the baby was going to be born way too early. Which I guess she wouldn't be that early if she was born last night, but she had, my wife had some pain in her back. Mm. And this is like, of course, at 4 a.m. So I am tired. Uh, and she called the midwife and just said, you know, I've got some pain in my back. What does that mean? And the midwife said, pack your bags for the hospital. And we're like, what? What? Wait a minute. Hold on a second. And um, it turns out what actually happened is, the baby finally, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but we've been, the baby has been breech. And we finally, the baby finally Meaning flipped. it
1: was oriented in the opposite direction. It was oriented so that it was, flipped around the yeah, correct direction. It, was,
0: it was like feet first or bum first. Now it's head first, which is what you want. Yeah. So remember that if you have kids, you want them to be born head first. Perfect. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. So we've been waiting for the baby to flip mm-hmm. uh, um, so that she can be born safely and at home. And that finally happened. Thank goodness. Prayers answered. That was also all happening very early this morning, so I'm a little tired and just feeling a little bit goofier, which is why I'm bouncing on the ball. So here we are.
1: Here we are. So anyway, uh, speaking of like working out your core and kind of moving on to things that you might want to do for New Year's, like (laughs) New Year's resolutions. Core resolutions. No, like... Fantastic people like segue. To, thank you very much. You know, I've really been working on these. No. <laughs> well, New Year's is rolling around. And New Year's is, probably is, already is tomorrow. Rolled around. It is tomorrow. Well, New Year's, New New Year's is Eve is tomorrow. is tomorrow. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, Laying low, mostly. We used to do a thing with uh, my in-laws where we, you know, everybody would come around, have pizza, chicken wings, and everybody watched the ball drop. And, uh, you know, my wife and I eventually decided we don't want to do that. So instead, it's just her, myself and my cat hanging out, sleeping, sleeping, watching movies, having steaks. Are you going to stay up until midnight at least? Probably. Yeah. She, she passes out by nine 30 most days anyway, cause she's a baker. So she works early. Oh yeah. yeah. So I thought you were talking about the cat. I was trying to figure that one out. Yep. Well, the cat helps in the kitchen. oh, uh...
0: oh, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> I've eaten at your house. I was going to say the food was really good. It didn't taste like it was made by a cat. Well, she just
1: likes the turkey. Well, I didn't have turkey, so that was probably what it was. That's good. Yeah, so New Year's, just laying low, having some good dinner, uh, chilling out, maybe watch a movie or two. How about you? We are going to a masquerade ball. Boy, you have
0: a much more interesting life than I do. <laughs> wow. If it helps, I still need to get a mask.
1: Ah. You're, you're, don't be the guy that just shows up with a Phantom of the Opera mask.
0: No, I've done that many, many a year, and that time is done. I do have a Spider-Man mask. Oh. I'm not going to wear that. (laughs) No, I think we're going to go to like Walmart and get some, you know, ball
1: masks type things. Very cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Hmm. Do you actually know all of the people there or is it like an actual masquerade where you don't know the majority of the people?
0: Oh, it's our church putting it on.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So So it's um, just kind of cool. Everybody's hanging out.
0: Yeah. It's just the theme this year is it's a masquerade. But it's cool because um, that's where I first asked my wife out was at this dance Uh, um, two years ago, actually. Wow. Yeah. I asked her out right after midnight. So I know exactly how long we've been dating because it was the first of that year.
1: Well, happy two-year dating anniversary. Yeah. We're still dating even though we're married. That's good. Yeah. We still date. That's such an underrated part of... What's the word I'm looking for? Marriage? I guess relationship building. But like... Keep dating. Yeah like find new ways to surprise your spouse or anybody that you're just interested in. I mean, it's so easy to get complacent with a lot of people. And I guess I'm I'm still kind of fresh in the marriage department. I've been married for close to 2 years. You've, well, been, you've married been married for, longer than me. Yeah, I, but I guess it's easier for me to say having only been married that amount of time, but like I, there's so many people who just don't find time to make time for their loved one. Mm-hmm. Like you just get complacent. It's like, all right, honey, I'm gonna go do this, or honey, I'm gonna go do that. Like, I've actually found it easier to have like bigger, epic dates. Like,
0: we can travel more now. Yeah. You know, and I mean, we got the baby on the way, but we're totally still gonna travel with the baby. hmm Sorry, baby. Hi. You're <laughs> traveling. It's just how it's happening. It's just this is gonna be a norm. You're traveling. I hope that they're the type of kid that
1: just falls right asleep in the car. hmm like- They they will be because Dramamine. Yep. No, I'm t- we're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, what a start! I think
0: that that was my parents' trick. If we were all just because we would all get carsick, so Dramamine was kind of a necess- necessity. Anyways, mm-hmm. we went on a whale watch once. A whale watch. A whale watch. My family went on a whale watch in um um uh, oh shoot the Rock where the 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 Plymouth Rock. Oh, Dwayne Johnson. What the Rock? No. Oh, Plymouth Rock. Oh. What are you talking? No. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Yes, we went to a whale watch at Dwayne Johnson. Oh, cool. <laughs> no, we went to Plymouth.
1: And they I had just a whale throwing watch. you off. That so definitely much. threw me off.
0: I thought you were serious. I'm like, is this a place?
1: <laughs> oh, The Rock. Oh, my gosh.
0: But my my point is my siblings, they all had uh, Dramamine, and they all slept through the whole whale watch.
1: Oh, man. do they, like, put you out on, like, a little dinghy boat?
0: No, like, but like, it, it how felt does like it work? that. Well, there's, there's, it's an actual boat, like it's a maybe like a two-deck ship or something. It's not huge, it's not like uh-huh. a cruise ship. And uh, whales, like they know where the whales hang out, and they can spot them, and they communicate with the other whale watching boats, so they can like, oh, there's one over here, and, and they'll, oh wow, zip over to look at the whales. We didn't, we weren't there at a time of year where the whales actually like jump out of the water. Mm-hmm. But man, whales are big. They'll still breach though. Oh yeah, they they breached the water and they did the. <laughs> Thing. you know there's mist in the air Whales are so big they were bigger than the ship and the rest of your siblings slept through that and your parents well, left at them? least at least the youngest two did i'm surprised though because what happens on these whale watches is that everybody on the ship goes to the one side of the ship that they can see the whale on mm-hmm. and then the Ooh. ship just starts Ooh. rocking and like one minute you're five feet away from the whale and the next you're rocked back and you're 20 feet on then you're right back up to it <laughs> i mean i was really wondering like are we going to tip over? Because this it was like dramatically rocking because wow. everyone was on the same side. <laughs> I'm like, can we just have two whales like parallel on either side of the ship here so that we don't <laughs> capsize?
1: Wow. Boy, you do have an infinitely more interesting life than I do. Oh, come on. You've got stories. <laughs> you've got stories. Maybe, but I don't know if any of them are almost capsizing the ship while whale watching worthy.
0: Well, maybe that can be a New Year's resolution for you, is get, get some more interesting stories. Have an
1: interesting life.
0: No, 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 no. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I mean, yes. But not to say that... Oh, that just walked into that one. Make
1: time for interesting things.
0: Yes. Have some adventures. Yeah. Do, 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 some, do some new things. You know, do, stretch yourself a little bit. Hmm. I don't regret when I, when I stretched myself on my first little travel excursion which was actually to Photo Plus in New York City, which for me was a huge stretch because I hate the city.
1: Oh, I can imagine. Yeah,
0: but I went there and I went to the convention and I came back and I was like, oh, I learned stuff. I was
1: on my own.
0: You know, I navigated the city and the subway, which like to me was a huge victory.
1: That That is an insane victory for people who have grown up in such small towns going somewhere like New York City and yep. figuring out the subway. That's world. like a real life achievement.
0: It was, and I felt really accomplished, and that's, like, what spurred my inspiration to do travel, like, I think it was the year after. I was like, you know what? I didn't really like the city, but I kind of like this traveling thing. I've always wanted to see mountains. What would it take to do that? Hm. It's actually not that hard, Chris. Wow. Like, you you know, think of something you and your wife want to do. It's actually achievable. You know, a trip you want to take, you can do it. Well, I mean, that can do it.
1: Chris. that's the thing is that... When we do want to take a trip, it is usually to New York City. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you <laughs> like that. Or somewhere else like that. But like, I don't know. It just never really occurs to me to go out to somewhere that's 12, 15 hours away. It's just like, ah, I could do that or I can go to the Catskills, Once again, two hours away.
0: Once again, we need to watch The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Because this all ties into this. Have we mentioned that in every episode so far?
1: Well, out of the three episodes, we've mentioned it three times now, I believe. It needs to happen. So, yes.
0: <laughs> it needs to happen before episode five. It's, if it's not the next episode, it's got to be the episode after that. Deal. Okay. We're shaking hands and recording it on a microphone so that there's
1: evidence. You have all heard Actual the- Actual factual proof right. Do that you all a handshake has taken place. You hear the
0: handshaking?
1: <laughs> this, this is an ASMR podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Okay. How about... So, New Year's resolution. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. For me... What are you going to do? I do want to do more interesting things, but my actual regular, like, main boring life one, I want to read 12 books. One a month? Nope. There's really? a very specific difference between one book a month and 12 books by the end of the year. Really? Yeah.
0: That's just think too about much it. math in my mind, then.
1: What you think about it is that I could say, I want to read Game of Thrones, and that's a... Yeah, it's 800 page book if I say I want to do that in a month and then you know I want next month I want to read 1984 and that's like a 200 page book that's such a huge overlap so I want to read 12 books by the end of the year okay
0: are you including series in this like isn't Game of Thrones more than one book
1: it is but like one book is already like longer than the Bible okay so how many books are there in Game of Thrones uh, I believe six but Six in like the main story So that's half
0: of your resolution right there.
1: I'm not saying I want to read the entire Game of Thrones series I'm giving that as example that like there's a difference between reading a 200 page book okay. and reading a, a thousand page tell, epic. Me,
0: tell me why
1: this is a goal for you. What level of greatness do you hope to achieve? <laughs> I, I think that uh, I spend way too much of my life in front of a screen This is probably the
0: biggest stretch. Recording these podcasts with you being in front of a microphone is probably the largest stretch of time that I don't have a screen in front of me.
1: Right. And I think that that's a big problem in my life. I mean, it's not a problem to live your entire life in front of a screen. People do it and it's fine for them. But I've realized that like I've set goals for myself to put my phone down more often. Mm -hmm. Like I've got an app that will remind me if I've been on my phone for more than like a half hour in uh, one single like screen power session. Does that make sense? Like, a screen-on cycle? Yeah. Like, you unlock it, you use it for 30 minutes, and then I've got a notification saying, all right, hey, go do something. Yeah, stop killing your eyes. Well, it's not only that. I mean, I, I find myself more, more productive when I do that. So, like, when you get a notification saying, hey, go do something, like, that's so much more of a motivation because you could literally spend hours on Instagram, on Facebook, on Reddit, Twitter, YouTube. Useless hours, I might add. Uh, yeah, and... You know, it's something that you kind of enjoy doing, but you could be doing something much more with it. And I think that reading is probably going to be a nice break from that. I mean, I'm reading on every single one of those sites, but yeah. I, I'd rather be like looking at absorbing information and not looking at my aunt's cat.
0: <laughs> yeah, not so much information and in that. Right. It, and it that, does, That's it, a really great
1: goal, Chris. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Oh. Continue. How about, how, well, I, I think that... It, Even if it's not something that's going to be, like, super substantial, like, yeah, I've got some photography books in there. But it's also stuff like The Witcher series, which is kind of like, I don't want to say high fantasy, but it is that kind of, like, sword and sorcery kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got more books that, like, I should have read in high school, like 1984, Lord of the Flies, that kind of thing, which I would always want to do. Moby Dick is possibly on the list of stuff that like classic novels yeah that i've meant to read and i know that they're classics i hated reading in school this might have been different for you because you were homeschooled right well i i hated
0: i didn't hate reading um i i absorb information much more easily if um if i hear it so like audiobooks are really good for me. Like in right. high school I would read things like, you know, classic like The Scarlet Letter was one. Um, did you ever read The Scarlet Letter?
1: No, I didn't. No, okay. Um, well, it, it's, it's one about of those... it's it's something about adultery, right? Like yeah, The Scarlet Letter is like a, a mark of shame that Eleanor yeah, has to Yeah, there's
0: this woman who has a, a child out of wedlock and the whole book is about her life where basically the community shuns her. It's back in like colonial days mm-hmm. and she has a a red letter. Uh, that marks her as an adulterer it's a red a mm-hmm. and the whole book is about this but um it's a very old book and it's very uh old uh language yeah so i like i couldn't understand it and then i had somebody read it to me this was before audiobooks uh were as accessible and i could read the same chapter and then hear the same chapter and i i would get nothing out of the first And then I would get everything out of the second.
1: You know, it's actually interesting that you mentioned that because one of the things that we did in public school was uh, obviously like the the cliche is, oh, you're going to go read Romeo and Juliet or Hamlet or Othello or anything by Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. But we didn't do that in my classes. We had everybody reading a character because all of the Shakespearean... You read it like a play. It is a play. Yeah. All of Shakespeare's art is supposed to be meant as a play. So it's so interesting Uh, I mean even as high schoolers like the inflection and the rhetoric that's used to be able to convey something as opposed to just reading it on a book like Mm -hmm. the entirety of uh, Hamlet's to be or not to be speech like it really has to be heard It does and even if it's just like some kid like to be or not to be that is the question whether it is Whatever the speech is great high schooler impression. Thank you very much. (laughs) accurate to true form but yeah it's it's interesting how much different spoken word can be to just reading it on a page but i need to get better at reading on a page like i can flick on an audiobook and be fine and be able to ingest all the information but i really want to make it a point to take some time and just totally unplug
0: that's a great goal thank you i was actually talking to my brother about the same topic today yeah, yeah, we were on the way to get hot dogs that had been made out of some venison that we got. Oh, interesting. Yeah, jalapeno and cheese hot dogs. That sounds good. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's not at all what I was talking about because uh, this is a photography podcast. So I was
1: telling him how...
0: Well, it's a, it's a life documentation
1: podcast. We just happen to be photographers. There's a reason that banter is in the name.
0: Yes. So I'm not going to apologize. I'm just going to keep going. We were going to get venison hot dogs. And I had gotten him a book for Christmas. He had he had asked for books or plays actually for Christmas, and you know, at the time of this recording, Christmas was just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. He's already halfway through the book. Wow. And yeah. I'm like, whoa. I, I I wish I could do that. And I was asking him. Uh, you know, he, he has a goal of reading reading more actual books too, and I, and we were discussing like when I read books, I'm hoping to gain some knowledge. Like I'd find myself the books that I'm reading these days, which there's really only one. And it's that cocktail book that I mentioned last episode. Oh yeah. But it's like for gaining information. Mm-hmm. I might read a book, like the books that I've found really um, fun to read in, in recent life are, are, informational books or um, books on how to better run a business or how to better market, you know, those kind of things or Um, Or how to make a better old fashioned, But I have wondered if, could you get the same information by just going online and reading blogs or watching YouTube videos? And I submit this theory that you can't. Because online, it's just a myriad of information. You Google how to use Facebook ads better. right? You'll get a crap load of answers. Blogs, YouTube videos, and often they're really useless. Mm -hmm. Often they'll say something like, the one thing that you need to know to make six figures with Facebook ads in your business, blah, 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 blah. And then they give you something so vague like, make a website. right? Be good at SEO. Like, okay, can you go into more detail? And
1: I think that books are more purposeful. Well, the other problem with that is that when you go and do a Google search for how to improve your SEO ranking or whatever the case may be, you're finding five different articles written by five different people with five different perspectives and they're writing for different audiences, every single one of them. When you read a book, you're reading one person's perspective, that one person's experience, and they're putting it out for you to read from start to finish, when you find those 10 crazy tricks you wouldn't believe to improve your Facebook business, or whatever the case may be, every single time, it's going to be somebody else speaking to somebody of a different experience level. It's like taking a college course with one professor versus, you know, learning Photoshop from Flurn and Piximperfect and or uh, mm-hmm. any of the other YouTube sites. Like, it's you can like learn individual quantity. pieces...
0: Cheap information versus
1: focused information, and that's That you learn from start to finish. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not trying to hate on anything like that. I've learned so much from the internet, especially anything specific that you want. That's where it's just prime, where you want to learn how to do this one thing in Photoshop or how to do this one thing in Facebook. Mm -hmm. But when you're trying to learn an entire course worth of materials...
0: Almost like a concept. Exactly.
1: That's when something like... A book or an online course or even like a college course i've taken college courses for photography even though i wasn't a full-time student Mm -hmm. i literally went for this one specific course i guess technically two but they were both photography related Mm -hmm. and i wasn't even enrolled as i guess technically a part-time student but i was getting like three credits out of it yeah i think i think i
0: agree with you i think that books are more focused Mm -hmm. and more complete yeah you know how do we get on that topic? We were talking about New Year's resolutions. How, and you I'm wanted reading. to read more books, yeah. How so about you? you? New Year's resolutions, Joe? I don't. I um, I'm a pessimist, so I usually don't make New Year's resolutions because I know they won't hold. But Ooh. I do have things that I like hope to achieve. You know, so like goals instead of like I will do this. Yeah. Like I used to, I will do 100 push-ups every day, which is actually a very attainable thing. Um, mm-hmm. like not cons- even if you don't do them consecutively, you can just do hundred throughout the day. Yeah, you could do that through the whole year. Guess how long it lasted? Like two weeks, and then I started skipping <laughs> and forgetting, and didn't work out as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I don't know if uh New Year's commitment is as much as just a goal. I think that the problem a lot of people have is that when they set these goals for themselves, they set something that is so like sky high, and they're just starting to dip their toes into it. Mm-hmm. Like, goals need to be attainable. My, my New Year's resolution last year was be on time. Be more timely. Try and get places in a more timely fashion. Don't keep people waiting. Okay. And that's not such an...
0: That's different from your goal this year, though. This Your, your goal this year is very specific. Read 12
1: books. Yes. But last year, it was just to try and better this one particular thing that I'd been lacking in. Because it is something that I, I struggled with, is like... Yeah, I'd be there in like 15 minutes, and I show up 20, 25 minutes later. And that, that's not a huge deal, but it does kind of bug me. You were three minutes late today. You know that, right? I was actually five minutes late today. So I guess I didn't do a very good job keeping that resolution. Well, it's also not the new year yet. That's true. Well, It's still 2019. That was my 2019 resolution is on oh, time. Huh. <laughs> so <laughs> failure. Wah, wah. Sorry. <laughs> make Salt in the so wound, bad. Joe. Um, okay, so my goals. Yes, my, your goal.
0: Usually my goals are, are financial. Like I want to get X amount of bookings. Like I want to get 25 weddings booked this year, mm-hmm. uh, this year being 2020. Um, but I actually, as, as a, um, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a specific goal. I can't tie it down. It's just a thing I want to do more of. Sure. I, want, I want to have uh, better systems in place so that I work more efficiently. Um, I want more organization in booking clients and keeping track of, you know, whose album is done, mm-hmm. uh, who who needs to pay their deposit or their last, their last deposit or whatnot. Um, I have the tools to do that. I just haven't implemented the system yet. So that's one thing that I want to do is like, I have a program where I can set a workflow for each shoot and like, okay, the first step is for a wedding, shoot the wedding, or it could be shoot the engagement photos. And then it would be cull and then it would be edit then it would be upload then it would be deliver mm-hmm. um, and then shoot the wedding And there'd be similar things after that and then design the album submit the album for approval like all these little steps because you get enough You even to get like 10 weddings i found that um
1: it's so easy to get lost in everything I and it's imagine. very
0: embarrassing when you make a mistake just because you you, you couldn't keep track of something
1: yeah That sounds a whole lot better than my system of using post-it notes and checklists on said post-it note.
0: Yeah, but that's still better than just trying to remember it all. I would usually like keep a note on my phone of like, hey, don't forget that the, um, you know, the Smith's album is due on this date or something, but
1: you can still mess things up. You showed me your to-do list not too long ago. It's very, your, your style of taking notes is very unique. Should I read it? Yes. Yeah. Maybe not a bad idea. Let me see here. What the... The to-do, I mean,
0: most, I think all of these are done. For the record. Congratulations. So, um, my last to-do list, though. Huh. Maybe I don't still have it on here. Well, I guess we're going to cut that part out, because I don't still have it on here.
1: I believe I've got it on mine, because you sent me a screenshot. Oh. Well, now I can't escape. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did send you a screenshot. <laughs> Nick's sourdough, change Boca banter, episode one intro decide next email topic only decide don't write seriously ellipses just decide now get in the car you're inevitably late by now dork meet with a midwife meet at location schedule social media posts don't overthink it it's christmas week no one will see it anyway just feed the beast <laughs> Gosh. set up the shop page through shoot proof or at least set up a new price sheet and on it goes wow
0: yeah. So, needless to say, I need a better system than that. Than that. <laughs> Just one that's less personally insulting to myself by myself. Mm. <laughs>
1: uh, so that's that's a goal that I have. <laughs> um, I would think how, how, when you say organizing your workflow, do you mean like the process of like importing, culling, and editing your photos? Or well, just keeping better tabs on where you're at. Having
0: having a system that is more autom that's more externally processed, like it's not dependent on my own memory. Like as soon as I book a client for a wedding, boom, the workflow takes place, hmm. and then I set it to say, okay, here's their wedding date. Four months prior to their wedding date, you need to call them and go over the wedding day schedule, and then four months. Four months. Wow. That's another thing that I want to change, because I want to talk to wedding clients about their day of schedule before they have it set in stone. That's a good idea. Because so often, especially if they don't have a planner, they'll, they'll honestly, they'll do a poor job of planning their day and they won't give me enough time to give them the photos that they want.
1: Ooh, ooh. I did a poor job planning my wedding day and didn't give you enough time. Yours was a little rushed. I remember that, but You, I, you can say it was poorly planned. It's okay. I understand. My wife does listen listen to these, but uh, I, don't, I think she'll understand. In all honesty, though, I, I do remember rushing
0: for your photos. But I don't remember not enjoying your wedding or shooting it. That's good. It was, it was really great. In fact, I think I actually was doing some of your, your pictures earlier because I wanted to make a post about out of them.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: because you had this one really emotional shot. I don't know if you knew I was taking a picture, but it was right after you came back down the aisle and you were just in tears and it
1: was beautiful. Oh, I was broken. Oh, yeah. That was the happiest moment of my life mm-hmm. and I look like a clown. You were, no, you were totally smiling. It was so obvious that they were tears of joy, tears
0: of joy, but man, were their tears. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. Oh, yeah. And I got a picture, so I'm like, yes.
1: That That is one of our favorites. Emotion. Good job. Right there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um,
0: what were we talking about?
1: Well, I, I wanted to ask you about your uh, workflow and how you want to better optimize it for editing. Um, well, one thing is
0: I want to have enough weddings that I can outsource the editing, actually. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I, I found a good company that can mimic my style um, you gotta pay for it but of course you can do it but if I have enough weddings I would prefer that to be done because that'll save me a lot of time because one of the other things that I want to work on is I have a whole new system of marketing my business now which that was a huge change this year um, is just a, a totally new way of getting new leads and new bookings mm-hmm. so and it's it's more active than what I would do before which is basically go to bridal shows mm-hmm. But it's it's an online marketing now, so I can keep it going.
1: Do you still plan on going to bridal shows? It depends on the show. Yeah,
0: it depends on the show. We could we could probably do a whole podcast just about bridal shows. You have
1: one coming up here in like two weeks, right? At our local mall. Yes, and no, no. uh, It's
0: actually not at the mall. I'm not I'm not going to be going to that one. Uh, I am going to be going to one at a local winery. Hmm. Uh, It's it's Glenora Wineries. Oh. Um, So. Beautiful location. Beautiful location. I don't know if everybody listening knows where it is, but if you're in the
1: Finger Lakes, it's a great place to go. They have good food, good wine. Beautiful vista. It's a vineyard. You can go down into the actual vineyards themselves. They make for beautiful shots with amazing parallel lines of mm-hmm. all these great, uh, totally bustling vines. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yes. If I could
0: do if I could do a year's worth of weddings and they were all at Glenora, I would be a happy man.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's so much variety there, too. I mean, it's not just a vineyard. Like, there's little cabins that they have set up. There's, mm-hmm. I, it's not like an orchard, but they've got, like, these beautiful uh, weeping willow trees and small ponds set up all over the place. Mm-hmm. Large barrels everywhere. It's great.
0: This is not sponsored by Glenora. We just genuinely like working there. Yet. Yet. We'll talk, <laughs> we'll talk to the coordinator and be like, hey, totally give you a shout out, man, on our epic podcast. It's called Boca Banter. Anyways, um, I lost my train of thought again. I told you I was tired today. Uh, you have we, a new
1: marketing strategy. Yeah, market, yeah. you're yeah, talking yeah.
0: about... So if I was freeing up time from editing, I'd yes. have more time to dedicate to this marketing strategy. So that's my other goal is I want more efficient workflow, and I want to see uh, more yield from this marketing strategy.
1: Break down your, your time expenditure for me between shooting, editing, and marketing like give me a percentage of each oh um like if you spend x amount of time shooting then you spend x amount of time uh editing in front of the computer and x amount of time marketing well as you
0: know any photographer will tell you that probably the least amount of time that is spent on work is actual shooting right and most of it is post work um so that's a very small percentage Mm -hmm. i I don't know what exactly maybe like i don't like 10 percent or something um might even be less than that. It's hard for me to gauge these type of things, but it's a small percentage actual shooting as you, as is obvious, you know, (laughs) there's photographers listening to this. That's everyone knows that between editing and marketing. I would say that right now, well, right now we're in the off season. So I'm like almost purely marketing. And, you know, I did like a family shoot last weekend. That's like the only project I have right now. And then I'll have a bunch of engagement shoots after the new year and then I'll do more editing. But uh, the marketing, which now encompasses you know Facebook ads, email um, content creation, email follow ups, uh, blogging Instagram, Facebook posts, all this kind of stuff, right now, uh, I would say that that is I, I would say if there's 10 percent taken to shooting, the remaining ninety percent would probably be forty percent editing and fifty percent marketing. Uh, But I want it to be even larger ratio than that. I want to spend like 70, 60 or 70% of my time marketing the business and growing the business. And, you know, like a a smaller percentage editing where need be and and shooting. Gotcha. I still want my hands in those things, but those aren't the things that are going to grow my business. Mm -hmm. Those are fulfilling orders, which obviously I want to do and I want to do very well. And that's, you know my thing. But it doesn't matter how good I am at that if I can't market my business. Of course. So that's 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 my thing for this year. Is I I want I want to scale my business much more. Especially now that we got the baby coming, you know, we got another another mouth in the house. Yep. So yep. that makes sense. Can't breastfeed forever.
1: <laughs> that's true. Have you dipped your feet into the world of Instagram advertising? You mentioned Facebook a whole lot, but not a lot of Instagram.
0: Well, Facebook advertising can be instagram advertising too so like if you launch an ad on facebook it will say hey we're going to put this out on facebook and facebook stories and instagram and instagram stories and they have all of these avenues that they present your ad and usually the algorithm will find like what works best what gets the most response but by posting a facebook ad it usually goes to instagram as well or you could say just go to instagram gotcha um i don't i'm I'm not the person to ask about this, but I'm open to discussing it mm-hmm. um, Instagram I know that there are in the wedding photography specifically there are definitely a lot of brides on Instagram who find photographers on Instagram. none of those brides have found me yet ah. <laughs> <laughs> I have had people though find me through facebook i for I foresee that shifting because I think that the generation that is Mostly on Facebook like we're probably you and I are probably the last Few years worth of people who are still more into Facebook than Instagram, right? But like the younger people coming up and getting married and they're gonna be the next demographic They're probably more on Instagram if not already and again, you know There's people who just solely market on Instagram. They do great. I'd love to be one of those people. I'm not currently right
1: Yeah, it is interesting, the demographic shift there, because on Facebook, I've gotten a couple of like moms reaching out for their daughters or sons or anything like that. Like one of the things that I've heard that is kind of jumped out at me is that when you do Facebook ads is that it's not actually a bad idea to remove like older women from being some of your target demographic, because a lot of times moms will see these things and be like, Oh, check out this photographer, honey. Or they might be the person who's involved in making the purchase towards a photographer as well. I mean, a That's lot a of parents point. will do uh, a lot of the legwork in their perspective. Like, you know, it, there's some parts in like a wedding where you don't want your parents involved, but they will get involved. I'm going to comment
0: on this and I wouldn't say this to many, um, Mothers of brides, but if I get an inquiry for a wedding shoot from a parent of the bride or the parent of the groom, mm-hmm. especially if it's a mom, it's a huge red flag.
1: It's a huge red flag. I I, I agree, but I don't know if I agree for the same reasons as you.
0: Well, what I found is that when a when a bride or groom, there are there are situations where like maybe the bride is out of state that you know the, the person getting married is out of state at school or whatnot and their parents are just scouting for them. Yep. That's different. But when it's actually like a parent planning the wedding. That is a huge no go. I have I have I, I I hate doing those. Either I, I that, think I did like two of those this year and they were awful. Well I mean you're not gonna sign the contract with the mom either. You can't. No, you have to sign it with the bride. Exactly. Um but the reason I don't like that is because at least my experience so far has been when it's like mom planning the the wedding. Mm-hmm. This is usually my conversation with the bride, the mom, and me. It's me and mom talking, 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 and mom saying, oh, she wants this, and she wants this, and she wants this, and the bride is actually there, totally disconnected. Usually if that's the case, it's because mom wants a wedding, and bride wants to get married, doesn't want a party. Yeah. And I just don't like dealing with that kind of thing. So I would actually like, that would be something that I try to screen out when I'm marketing.
1: That scenario could be the case, but going back to the, you know, meeting up at the cafe with the bride and the mom, it could also be like a situation where they don't feel super comfortable asking these questions. They don't know the questions to ask either. Well, maybe you've had
0: better experiences than me.
1: Possibly. I mean, I've never actually sat down with both of them, but I have been involved in like group chats. I, well, sort of yeah, thing. I mean, like I've had
0: moms who were, you know, participating, but I, I'm talking about when like mom is running. They're the taking show. control. They're running the show. Yeah, I'm yeah, just that, like, that's no, way. no, no way, no way. That's it's just it's just a bad situation because mm. then they they try to make the day their own. And they dress the bride up in some froofy, childish bride dress, and yeah, I don't like that. But let's not end on that note. <laughs> no, no. Um, do you have any? Sorry. Uh, well, I, I was going to say, do you do you have any goals for your business this year?
1: I want. Sorry for my my Irish inflection there. <laughs> it's fine, mate. <laughs> what I was thinking, um, uh, my business is significantly smaller than yours at the moment, and I have no problem saying that. I mean, you've been running your business for. Uh, I have seen five your six... I've
0: seen your work, man, and I'm like, you, there's no reason why you can't
1: grow your business more. You, I, I you, agree. You are holding yourself back. I, and I definitely am. Uh, I have not advertised much recently i have not posted much recently and honestly it's just because i'm kind of enjoying the break i know that i need to do it and i'm actually planning to schedule a post tonight when i get home uh just kind of like thanking all the people that i've worked with Mm -hmm. either as a second shooter or collaboration opportunities or anything like that and just kind of like a general thank you to the brides but um that's a good idea i should
0: i should do that too
1: i'm gonna (laughs) steal your post idea sure um but I've specifically been doing it because I've been enjoying some time off to myself. And I think that that's such a huge thing. I mean, obviously, you are a business person. That is your full-time job. My full-time job is commercial production for somebody completely different from myself. And running my job is part-time.
0: Yeah, it is a little bit different because, like, my business has
1: to do well. Because that's how we pay the bills. Right. My business is, I don't want to say it's a hobby, but it's supplementary income
0: yeah so i've like certainly if you got... been
1: enjoying the break and i've been enjoying not doing family sessions and not doing senior portrait sessions just because i need time to decompress because i am if if i don't i'd explode well
0: it's different for everybody mm-hmm. good, good good for you for being that self-aware to know you know what you need what's going to make your what's going to make your home as as good as it can be
1: i've hit boiling points in the past where i've just spent Way too much in my business and way too much in my regular nine to five that my wife and I living in the same house would see each other for breakfast yeah, and, and say goodnight. And that's it. And that's it. And that's it. And and nothing's worth that. Nothing is worth that. And I know that it's going to get like that in the summer. So I'm making sure to spend as much time enjoying myself and enjoying time with my wife mm-hmm. so that when the busy season does come around. I guess it won't feel as bad.
0: I'm just, I'm so proud of you because you have like these great goals for the year. You're going to read more books. You're going to spend more time with your wife. You're going to, what was the other one? You're going to do more interesting things. Do more interesting things. And I have like, I'm going to make more money. I'm going <laughs> outs, to outsource more labor. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Well, I mean, you have different priorities than I do. You have a child on the way. You have another mouth to feed, as you said. Well, okay, and... I, I, to redeem my
0: myself, I do have a child on the way and that's one of the reasons why I want my system to be so much more efficient because I don't want to be constantly having to deal with the business and not be able to watch my, watch my daughter, it's a girl, watch my daughter, mm-hmm. you know, uh, exist and explore
1: and, right. and everything. You don't want to be the dad who's stuck at the office all day and say, sorry, I can't make it out to your softball game or whatever mm-hmm. it is that they end up doing. Probably in your case, it'd be Taekwondo, I'd imagine.
0: Well, yeah, I teach Taekwondo too and that's like twice a week. Yeah, um, we're on a break right now so that helps out mm-hmm. but,
1: but yeah you, I, I can tell that you definitely want to get the set up now and do all the work now especially when she's young so that you're not going to have to be stressing and running all over the place and miss out yeah, on and,
0: and I don't want to lead that example either Right. I, I don't want her to see like oh yeah this is, this, is, this is what a man does this is what a dad does is he's totally disconnected but he brings in money Right. But he, he doesn't he doesn't have any connection with you and like I don't, I don't want that to be the case at all. So I'm trying to find systems where like how can I get how can I automate things? How can I get things running that where even if I'm not there they'll still run you know like editing the, the photos if I in the summer that gets very busy and it takes up a lot of time and if it could be outsourced and I can spend more time holding my baby daughter, I'm gonna take that.
1: See and that's why I'm very proud of your goals is because I've done things I've set goals for myself that are very selfish. I don't think they're selfish. They're, no, se- they're, they're self-improving. They're all bettering me, though. Well, You're yeah, setting but... up systems that better other people in your lives. No one else is going to benefit from me reading books. No, but I everyone disagree. Everyone in your life is going to benefit from you no, having more no, time. No, 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 no. I,
0: I totally disagree. Ooh. You, because you, First of all, I think that my plans are benefiting myself. And one of the reasons that I want to benefit my own situation is because it will help my family. But I don't think that self-improvement is a completely selfish thing. Like you will become a more well, you will become a more well-rounded person. You will become a more capable person. You will become a more interesting person. Maybe you know hmm. because of all of these things that you want to do: read more books, do more interesting things. And uh, the third one that I, is escaping me right now: spend time with my wife. Spend time with my okay. That's not selfish, you know. You self-improvement will naturally help your your family you and your wife you know right so no i I don't think that's selfish at all i don't think it's it's selfish to be self um improving that's fair i think it's healthy that makes me feel better thanks joe why don't we end on that note that's a nice positive note sounds good all right and we need to watch secret life of walter Mitty. and we will watch Secret. we got that handshake we recorded the handshake yep i'm not going to cut that out
1: <laughs> should we just in case that should we like record a high five in case that wasn't heard? We need to record a nice hearty handshake. Okay, ready?
0: <laughs> you also recorded dropping the chair. It was so
1: hard, it was so hearty <laughs> that I knocked the
0: chair over. Wait, what is this? Let's try that again with the handshake. All right, a fully, fully handshake. Ready?
1: Yeah. Perfect. I think I got a little watch jingle. In yep. There.
0: there it is. So you, <laughs> all right? You well, listen to it here, folks. We're going to watch the show and we will review it either next episode or the time after.
1: Yes. And uh, Joe, good luck on your resolutions. And uh,
0: good luck on your goals.
1: Good luck on your daughter as yep. well. Probably gonna be here by the next time.
0: We might be able to get in another episode or two before she comes, but I don't know. Because at you this never point, know. at this point, she's full term tomorrow, so she could come. Whenever well, perhaps the next now.
1: episode can be about maternity photos.
0: I was actually hoping that this episode would be about maternity photos, but we got thrown off by. We never really things. know
1: how to talk. Well, anyway, I, I think these are coming. Together. Your
0: podcast hosts. <laughs> I think these are coming together. I'm enjoying talking to you. I think these are going to be fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. Very, very easy to get off topic, but uh, I, don't I think, think, think... That's, I think that's okay to an extent. Boca banter
0: Boca banter if you enjoyed this please give us a rating so that more people will see this because we'd like to get more we'd like to get more people who are more photographers but we'd love to see more people who kind of have the same questions as us because we're in a long uh a, a view of things we're, we're kind of new to the industry of photography and whatnot and mm-hmm. and um you know new dads and what well you're not a dad
1: yet but new experiences I new mean, experiences yeah so if, there, you're, if there's you're so this, much going on yeah. And if
0: you're, if you're in this kind of lifestyle and you know, we want to connect, we want to hear from you. Um, so go to com, and you can subscribe to this podcast on whatever
1: system you use. Sounds good. Thanks for listening.